Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, tell others about it, help it to grow, thank you so much. For those of y'all that leave encouraging notes online and face-to-face, thank you. Not a whole lot to report from the homestead. Need to get back out in the garden, do some work for sure. We'll see how that turns out. (laughs) Maybe at some point. School is winding down for a number of people across the country. We'll come back to that topic quite a bit over the summer. There's a lot going on. A number of states that have picked up the school choice fight. You've got both Texas and North Carolina. I believe it's North Carolina actively pursuing different school choice, school voucher bills right now. That's probably the biggest thing. Uh, Well, no, it's, I don't know if it is or not, but it's, it's definitely a big thing, but we'll come back and talk about that on another one. Father, thank you for the time to do this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it, the people that share it with others, support it, encourage it. Thank you for the time you're giving us to try and turn this country back around to you, to turn our marriages and our families back to you. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our greed, our selfishness, our pride, our arrogance for thinking that we don't need you. Forgive us our support as a nation of immorality, of abortion, LGBTQ relationships, divorce, sexual immorality in so many different ways, hypocrisy, having different standards for different groups of people or students in education, a number of others. Thank you for all the blessings that you've bestowed upon us, this wonderful land, these great opportunities. Help us to be good stewards, good servants of what you've given us. Help us to seek you and your kingdom and your righteousness first, always. To love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. To love our neighbors as ourselves. God, the president, vice president, all of our senators and representatives, governors. Help them to make wise decisions. Be with our law enforcement, our firefighters, our military particularly those overseas in harm's way, those on the border. Help us to get that under control too, Lord, please. Help us to help those that are hurting, Lord, those that have less than we do, the widow and the orphan. In your son, Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. So we're going to go uh, back into some quotes from this Churchill 
biography today. Just we're going to kind of interspace this back and forth, and we're going to talk about it a lot throughout the the going forward in this podcast. Simply because, folks, uh, and I'm not going to belabor this point today. I've talked about it on a couple other podcasts, but and you can go back and listen to them if you don't. There is such a strong, strong parallel today between uh, the so-called conservative Christian right and the British population of the 1930s as far as really kind of having blinders on and not wanting to see the fight that's headed our way and the uh, godless left and the German population that supported and led to the control of Nazi Germany in the 1920s and 30s. I mean, the the parallels are just, well, they're just terrifying when you really look at it. So we're going to read through, uh, and we will come back to this for sure, but we're going to read through a few of these. This is Sir Eric Phipps. He was a British ambassador to Germany in 1933. He actually replaced uh, the previous ambassador uh, because that ambassador was on to Hitler and the Nazis, and uh, he was too. And then he was replaced by a gentleman from uh, ambassador, I think, from Britain, from Argentina, who was very much a sympathizer. But at any rate, Sir Eric Phipps, Hitler was a fanatic who would be satisfied with nothing less than the dominance of Europe. War is the purpose here. So how does that translate to today? If you really think that the left is going to stop, that there's any point at which they're going to stop, there's a number of ways that you could argue against that pretty easily. I'll submit right now the transgender movement. If you went back 50, 60 years ago and looked at the feminist movement of that time and the comments about, we just want equality, which is, is a lie anyway. They didn't want equality. They wanted to be the same. And, and if you looked around and, and you paid attention, you could see that what they were really going for is we want to be treated the same as men. We want to be looked at as men, which in a really ironic, sad twist, those people that claim that they're standing up for women are actually the ones that denigrate them the most because they're saying, women, you're not worth anything unless you're just like a man, unless you fill the same roles as a man, the same jobs as a man, the same, and you have the same skills and strengths as a man, then you just aren't worth anything, right? That's what the feminists, really, that's what they're saying deep down. And so what did that lead to? Well, it it led to the homosexual movement, right? Because now if men and women, if we're the same, then, well, why can't you just, why can't a man just sleep with a man? Why does a man need to sleep with a woman? Or why can't a woman just sleep with a woman? Why does she need to sleep with a man? You know, and then it led to, to marriage. Well, why can't I just be married to a man if I'm a man or married to a woman if I'm a woman? And then it led to, well, why can't I just be what I want to be? Why can't I just be a man, even if I'm a woman? Or why can't I just be a woman, even if I'm a man, right? And so if, if you think that 
the people that really understood Hitler and the Nazis, they knew they were never going to stop until they had just absolute total domination in Europe and really the world. And if you think the left is going to stop at anything short of total domination of the United States and then the world, you're fooling yourself. You're absolutely fooling yourself. And if, you know, war, for the Nazis, it was physical war outright. And that's certainly, we're on that path. You look historically, and, and some of y'all are rolling your eyes right now, right? And I'm going to get some comments about, well, that's, that's a little over the top. It's a little too much, right? And that's fine, because they said the same thing about people that weren't warned about uh, Hitler that warned about Lenin and Stalin that warned warned about Mao, uh, people that <clears throat> warned about uh, Chavez or Castro, right? Oh, they, they don't really, they don't. It's not really what they want. They're not going to oppress these people. They're not going to starve and torture these people. They're not going to slaughter millions of their own people. And yet, every single time, what happened? They did. And we're on that path, folks. That's the exact path we're on. And so, whether we like it or not, is irrelevant. Whether you think I'm being over the top or not is irrelevant. We're on that path. And so Phipps here, this ambassador, you know, he realized that. that that's wars of purpose. They're not in this to make peace. And the left isn't either. And you can see that because they're not simply satisfied with being able to live the way that they want to live in their own private life. You hear that so often. Just let me do what I want to do in my own bedroom, for example, right? Let me do what I want to do with my own body. But that's not what they want. That they demand acquiescence. They demand uh, commending their actions, approving of their actions, supporting their actions to, to murder their own babies, to practice every single kind of sexual deviancy that they can think of, that they want to do at the moment. And so that's, I mean, that quote ties in. And, and you can see this ties in too. This was uh, Lord Lothian, again, from the 1930s, and saying it was unpatriotic at that time to refuse to believe in the sincerity of Germany. And you hear that today so often. You hear, uh, well, you can't really, I mean, these people, you know, like you think of people that you know, folks, your aunts, uncles, cousins, children, sons, daughters, parents, mothers, fathers, you know, siblings, whatever it is. Uh, friends, good friends from college or high school or work, people at church that you know, right? Well, you, you can't really, you know, what, what are you saying, Cope? You're saying that these people, they, they want to go to war with us. They want to just starve us to death, torture us to death. What those people want in their hearts, I can't even begin to guess, folks, especially the ones that are intelligent. I have, you know, you can make the argument that the very, very simple are being misled. The ones that have a brain, I don't know. That's a harder argument and, and a different topic. But the bottom line is their actions. Yes, absolutely. They are pushing us toward all the things that we saw in the 20th century. I mean, good Lord, folks, we've already slaughtered over 65 million of our own most innocent and defenseless. And we pretend, we cover it up by pretending that it's somehow a right or that the, the baby can't feel anything, right? And so what instead of the unpatriotic, which because the left doesn't really, they don't like patriotism, right? So they wouldn't say it's unpatriotic, but it's really the same, same idea. They would say, well, you're a, 
if you don't really wholeheartedly support the LGBTQ community, then you're homophobic or transphobic or bigoted somehow. If you don't 100% support the feminist movement, then you're a misogynist, you're sexist, right? If you don't believe in having special rights for special groups, like if you don't want to hyphenate Americans, right? If you don't believe there is no such thing unless you have dual citizenship as African American or Chinese American or Vietnamese American or Irish American or Australian American or Colombian American, Latin American, whatever it is, right? Mexican American, uh, then you're somehow, you're some kind of, uh, bigot, xenophobe, whatever the word, the phobia that they use at that time, right? No, you're not. But that's what the left uses, just like Lord Lothian was saying. If you don't believe that they really have the best interests in heart, Germany, you're unpatriotic. If you don't believe in these stances of the left, that they're sincere and genuine and wanting what's best for people, then you're unpatriotic. You're a phobe of some kind, right? That's the insinuation. Uh, William Manchester, who actually wrote this uh, trilogy biography, uh, this is from alone, the second of the three books. Uh, the difficulty was that any political co coalition becomes indistinguishable from a single party state. There is no responsible opposition. And so what do we have today? You talk about the left and the right, and we're supposed to have two different parties, which Washington warned us against anyway. But in a lot of cases, it seems like we really just have one party. And, and both parties want to control the power. And, but as long as one of the parties controls the power, that's better than not controlling people and power. Uh, and you can see this, the school choice argument is a, is a pretty decent example right now, right? You have people on both sides that really stand up against the school choice. Why? Well, because they don't want to lose that power that they have over the children of the nation, right? They don't want to lose that power that they have over the tax, the control of the money and the funding for education. And so... And in the really strangest ways, these people that are supposed to be very polar opposites ends up working together. And sometimes it's hard to tell the difference, right? And that's what Manchester was talking about in this biography. So I had a couple more quotes. We'll save them for the next round. Uh, but we really are on this path, folks. We're going down this path. And, and we've got to be aware of it. And, and we've got to start... Uh, you know, and maybe we won't, but you've got to at least start to talk to people and, and wake them up. And maybe, maybe just by the grace of God, we can still vote our way out of this. And if not, we need to wake up anyway, because it's going to be the cold, hard reality is that we probably have a fight coming. Or uh, stumbling into the darkness of socialism and communism and the terrors that lie within. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.